0: Welcome to the podcast Rise and Play. I am Sophie Vaux, your podcast host. I bring together leaders, entrepreneurs, fund makers, investors, and educators who are here to make a change in the industry for a brighter and healthier future of the games we will make and how we will make them. We're here to start a conversation because listening and asking the hard questions is sometimes enough to inspire change in us, to take the leap to. Let's begin! Today, in this special episode, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on what has happened in 2021, and also share the type of journaling work I have been doing at the end of each year. I actually got inspired by Tim Ferriss' episode Forget New Year's Resolution, focused on past year review instead. This encouraged me to share my personal methods to reflect, which are quite similar to what Tim is describing in what he calls his PYR. So my thoughts about New Year's resolution. First of all, why wait for a single time of the year to look at what you want to change in your life? Why not now? What happens when you tend to make goals for a year is that you end up listing too many goals to achieve and usually they don't have a deadline. So they are not really defined as smart goals, in a way. And what happens after a few months, if not weeks, you already forgot about them because they are just not incorporated in your routines or habits. Or sometimes your goals are actually wishes, like working out every day, but not something you were really motivated to do in the first place. So just writing it down is not enough either to make it happen, if you don't have a strong why to do it. So no, unfortunately, I don't think New Year Resolution work and are realistic to achieve. Instead, I believe more in self-reflection work, if you really want to make a change in your life. Basically, it is looking back at a time period in your life regularly and observing it with distance. What has happened? And why? Looking back at the highlights of the year, what are the events that mark you? Why? How did you feel in these moments? I will share here what I have been doing for the past 4 years and which has helped me recenter multiple times on myself, my life vision, and gain clarity on what I'm doing and why. Especially years with difficult phases or turning points of my life. The years with pandemic are definitely a great example of this. So how I start? I dedicate usually a weekend or even holidays time to do every six months what I call a values revision and self-offering work. My intent is to look back on what has happened over the past six months and check if what I define as my core values, in work or personal, still hold true. And if not, I look at what needs to change in my life that we will better serve where I am in life now and for which purpose. So let me share with you some of the tools I have been using to do this work, which I hope will inspire you to use as well. So first, timeline. So I have a timeline on an excel sheet and I break down each year over the past 10 years for example and above the line I list all the positive and marking events that happen which is a great practice by the way for gratefulness and appreciating all the good things that happen in your life or that you did that we usually tend to forget in harder times and below the line all the difficult painful or negative moments. Some years I had a big list of negative events, but it was a year of growth and transformation which also led to a good list of positive events and changes as a result. And then for each event, I reflect and map out how I felt during those events. We tend to be disconnected from our emotions and it's a good practice to put a word on it. Was I angry, sad, frustrated or excited when that event happened? I like to deconstruct and label emotions because they are a nice compass to signal to us changes we need to make in our life. Sadness, for example, is the feeling of loss of something that once was, but is no more. And actions that can be helpful are then to grieve, accept what has happened or what is now, and then move on. Anger. Anger is the signal that you're personal boundaries were violated and usually an unsatisfying situation is happening and you need to change something. So it's a good emotion as well to make you realize that you need to make a change. So from that list of events, I look at what I should start, stop or keep doing, like a retrospective, and a bit similar to what Tim Ferris is doing with his list. I look back at what gave me energy during the year, what took my energy, whether it's tasks, projects or people. For the things that gave me energy, I decide to nurture it, double down on it and explore it further. For the things that took my energy and mental space, I make a conscious decision to drop it or delegate it. Here are a few examples. For the work, I made a full list of the tasks that I wanted to delegate or outsource like administrative tasks, or things that just take my energy because I am not the best detail-oriented person and I'd rather focus on the big picture, high-level strategy of the studio and studio culture, which is where my attention is the most needed. Or on the topic of people, I look back at the relationships, again, whether personal or professional, which made me frustrated, angry or confused, basically the ones that took a lot of mental space. Then I make a conscious and hard decision about what I want to do with them. Take distance, confront, or completely drop it. It is hard to let go of some relationships, but one thing I can tell from my experience, the space created from stopping a dysfunctional relationship is an opportunity to welcome many new things that can give you energy in your life instead of taking it, although you may not see it yet at the moment when it happens but trust the process. And in this process of start, stop, or keep, here's an example as well of what I started end of last year that also gave me energy. So for example, I started dancing again and developed my body movement. It was really hard to stay sitting all day during the year working from home and even if I'm active doing workout, I really missed body energy and I found in music and dance this vitality again and manage to incorporate it in my routines. An example of stop. I decided to stop distracting myself with always something to do and learn to sit with my boredom, to be okay with my feelings and let it pass like a wave. So not trying to fix it, not trying to distract myself, not trying to avoid it and just be okay with the negative feelings. And an example of keep. Pursuing rise and play, even if sometimes I have phases of lack of motivation and energy or lack of inspiration. Although these phases can happen, I decided to keep pursuing the initiative because it's an important one for me. And accept as well that there will be an inspired moment and I need to let them pass. So to summarize, twice a year, you can dedicate a few days to reflect on what you've been doing over the past six months. Draw a timeline, marking the main events, keep it up to date, pursue what gives you energy, and drop what takes your energy. So drop the new year resolution and focus on self-reflection instead. Good luck with your journaling. I hope you enjoyed this special episode. Thanks for listening to this new episode of Rise and Plague podcast. If you enjoyed the content and want to support what we're doing, rate and review the podcast, spread the word about it. If you'd like to contribute to the change too, reach out to me on LinkedIn for a collaboration. You'll find all the rest of the content on riseandplay.io, including my free masterclass on conscious leadership. Until the next time.